Hi, everyone. Welcome back to This Week in Yoga. I'm Erin Lanzi, and I'm the host of this podcast. This month, April 2021, we're talking about the nervous system, specifically nervous system burnout, and all the ways our minds and bodies might be behaving after more than a year of being on in a state of hypervigilance as we've been moving through this pandemic. In this episode, I'll talk about six physical things to look for, things that your body does when it's operating in a place of low-grade, continuous stress. So take a breath, set aside a few minutes, and enjoy the show. Okay, so last week I got really excited about talking about the stress response. It was a longer episode, about 22 minutes, and it was a lot of information crammed into those 22 minutes along with a personal story. So if you missed that one and you're interested in learning about just the basics of the stress response and how it works and why, you could go back and have a listen to episode five. Um, So my intent with all of this nervous system information sharing is really to serve all of us, myself included, because even though this is what I study and this is what I share and what I do, it's helpful to have reminders and to brush up on why our bodies and minds are behaving the ways that they are. What I have found in my years of practice is that the body usually has a really good reason for doing what it's doing. And when we understand those reasons, it's much easier to look at ourselves through a a lens of compassion and patience and understanding. And really at this point in time, this end of pandemic stage of of our lives, it's really useful to be able to have that compassionate and patient lens. So my hope is that rather than causing people to feel bogged down by information, that it's actually empowering, you know, the old knowledge is power. Um, That proves to be true for me over and over again. So that's my hope for you too. So that episode is your sort of background information episode. And in the rest of the month, the rest of these episodes, I'm just going to provide some simple, short, sweet, concrete ways to build awareness around your stress response and ways to reverse that state of chronic stress. Because the great news is that it can actually pretty easily be reversed, but it it begins with awareness. So here we go. So there are some super common, super sneaky ways that stress starts to display itself in our bodies. Most people are pretty unaware that these things are happening because they've just become commonplace. But once you start to notice them, it's actually really hard to stop noticing them. It's it's sort of like the hum of a ceiling fan. You don't notice that the fan or the heater is on until it shuts off. And then you're like, whoa there was something that was on. And that's what our nervous systems have been doing over the past many, many months. So here we go. These are the six most common ways that I see stress showing up in my body and also in the bodies of people that I share yoga with in my classes. Okay, so the first place that we find a lot of tension in the body where we hold our stress is in the shoulders. So number one, shoulder tension. And it's possible that even just hearing me say that 
word, shoulder tension, those words, that your mind has gone there and you've noticed it. Chances are, if you look, you will find it. The shoulders love to start working when there's actually no work required of them. They start kind of creeping up toward the ears or we just start gripping or tightening across the rhomboids, those muscles between our two shoulder blades. Um, So that's the first one. The second place is in the jaw, tightness in the jaw. So you can find a lot of tightness at the hinge of the jaw. And if you take your fingers there and just start massaging a little bit, oftentimes you'll find, whoa, that feels really good. I was really holding a lot of of tension there. Um, And that can also translate into the teeth. Uh, biting down and grinding our teeth, whether that's during the day or oftentimes, that's while we sleep. And that teeth grinding can also lead to tension headaches, which many of us are familiar with as well. So tightness in the jaw. Number three, this is a huge one, short, shallow breathing or holding your breath. This is major, major, and we work so much with the breath in yoga, but even after over a decade of practicing, I still find myself holding my breath or just breathing in very shallow ways. One example from my life is when I was learning how to drive stick shift, and this was after I had started teaching yoga and had been sharing yoga for a long time. And I'm really good at breathing through stressful situations in, um, you know, regular circumstances. But I was out learning how to drive a stick shift car. And we already bought the car and I didn't know how to drive it. And I couldn't stop holding my breath. And I kept noticing it over and over again, but I couldn't get it under control. So that's one way that stress will show up. Short, shallow breaths or breath holding. All right, number four, I had to take a break in my recording there because my family was closing in on me. I think they're back downstairs for a while now. Yay for pandemic. Okay, the fourth way, abdominal clenching. And so it's just a tightening, a holding in the abdominal area, almost just a kind of a, a sucking in feeling or a tightness in your belly. This one... I don't know about you. In myself, I don't see it as often, but when it's there, it's it's really there. Something that actually does tend to catch my attention. So holding on in the abdominals. Number five, facial tension. This is a big one too. The little muscles around the eyes, the muscles around the ears, across the scalp, across the forehead, the space between your eyebrows, this whole facial, even frowning. Sometimes when we start reading something that we're having a response to, we start to frown. Uses a lot of energy. It uses a lot of muscles. It's a lot of work that we don't really need to be doing. Um, And when we're in stress mode, our senses kind of go on alert. And so the eyes are actively looking for things and the ears are actively searching for sounds. So noticing that activity can be another way to just draw our attention to the fact that the stress response is on. Finally, this is number six, and this is the last one. I know I've missed some. I know I've missed a lot, but these are the main ones that kind of stick out in my mind. So number six is a postural thing. It's kind of a curling forward. I don't want to say slouch because slouch sounds really like just kind of limp and 
soft, but a curling forward sort of in a, a tension type way. And I'm talking about the ways that we curl the chest and the shoulders around the heart space, the chest. It's sort of a protective postural place that um, we can do in response to feeling stressed out, or feeling nervous, feeling scared, or feeling anxious. So those are the six ways that I mostly see stress showing up in my body and in the bodies of the people I practice with. Um, it might be easy to start thinking, oh man, this is such a problem. What a bummer. Stress can creep in. You don't even notice it. So the bummer is that these things happen without our awareness, without our permission a lot of times. They're not totally conscious. But the good news is that they can be reversed. They can be undone. And it's actually pretty easy to undo them. The very first step is becoming aware. And a lot of times in yoga, what I see people do and what I hear people express is that they're so disappointed with themselves and how stressful they are feeling or how they're noticing things in their bodies. And they jump straight to judging and evaluating what they find. And I want to shift us all away from that and point out that the practice itself is in noticing. It's in awareness. It's all about building an awareness. And so what's what's better, moving through life unconsciously stressed out with your jaw constantly tightened and your teeth having little, you know, micro cracks because of that jaw tension or being aware of your jaw tension so that you can eventually unlearn that that tension in your jaw. It's completely possible, totally possible, but it has to start with noticing it. And so if we're judging the tension and the stress that's being held in our bodies, um, then we will resist noticing it. If we're judging it, if we're evaluating it as bad, then we will resist feeling it. And that will take us away from a place of awareness. So we need to be able to open ourselves up and to kind of just host a space for this stress to show up in the ways that it is. It's just to allow it to be as it is and get used to seeing it first. And then we can work toward undoing it, which is what we'll do next week and the week after. Thank you for listening this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to practice this week, you can join me on Sunday night live at 7 p.m. Central on Zoom or Wednesday mornings live at 9.30 a.m. over on Facebook. You are looking for the group. If you want to practice with me on Facebook, you're looking for Slow and Steady Vinyasa. Just search for that group, request to join. I'll let you in right away and you can practice with me there. That's where I share just some really lovely all levels, slow, steady vinyasa flow classes. And they range from about 30 to 45 minutes. 
all of those classes are for donation. I'm accepting donations for Iowans for Immigrant Freedom. They're working with immigrant detainees who are living in Eastern Iowa prisons. So practice with me on Facebook Live. If you're enjoying the practices, um, if you're getting into it, if you're benefiting from it, I would love for you to consider a donation, donations of any size. It really doesn't matter. And also, when you have a little bit of skin in the game, when you donate a bit, when you're paying for something, it causes you to show up in a more committed way. So I find that for myself and I find it for um, other people as well. So I encourage you to make a donation. And then if you prefer a gentler yoga, slow, stretchy, nice and easy, reset and nervous system TLC, we're all on the floor on Sunday nights for self-care yoga. You can, if you purchase a ticket, if you sign up for that class, you're invited to bring a friend, just send them the Zoom link, no extra extra cost. So just one friend for any time you drop in. So yes, I hope you join me. You can also find my on-demand library at my website, erinlanzi.com. Um, whew, I think that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. It is so lovely to be on this path with you and to have you here listening to the podcast and any other way that you decide to show up and practice. Have a fantastic day. Have a great rest of your week. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.